Welcome to the Barfly Podcast. My name is Jeff Burkhart, columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirited Adventures of a Real Bartender. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, community manager for the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. So we're back with Peter Schumacher, Playa, Bungalow, uh, and uh, uh, Buckeye Roadhouse. So I keep stumbling over that last one. I'm not sure why. (laughs) At any rate, um, you know, we were talking in our last segment about how the, the, the changing tip laws are uh, are a industry hurdle that we'll see how the industry does when it jumps over it eventually. But one of the reasons the law was written in the first place is to is pre- prevent ownership or management from managing all of the tips because the first thing that would probably happen in, in, in some places would be that the manager or the owner would decide that they deserve the lion's share of the tips. Mm-hmm. So that was probably that was the intent of the law in the first place. And we've seen some owners who even with that law in place, uh, 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 you know, uh, violated it in, in more than one way. Batali comes to mind. Uh, Carrillo is another one. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it just, you know, it there's there's room for excess there. And the new uh, Chronicle food critic, Soleil Ho, Soleil Ho. Yeah, yeah. has come out and said she actually won't review restaurants that... Uh, that have an owner who's in that position. So, I mean, it's, it's a brave new world in, in that regard. How do you feel about that, Peter? Uh, I think, uh, number one, it's, it's really nice to have a new food critic in the Bay Area. Uh, Michael Barr's done a great job for many, many years, but uh, at the end, he was probably one of the better-known customers in restaurants. Sure. And, uh, yes, his, yeah, and, uh, his identity, identity was, was way overrated. Yes, no, no way. And uh, even though he was a great critic, and yeah. I often agreed with what he wrote, uh, it was definitely time to change. Uh, Soleil Ho is coming from a totally different background, and so I'm very, very curious, and uh, I'm excited to see her come in and review, hopefully, uh, the restaurants that haven't been reviewed in a long time. Mm-hmm. Not only the newest things, and uh, uh, and her stand on, uh, you know, not going to review places that whose owners are. Uh, in trouble with the law, be it sexual harassment or not paying uh, their employees fairly or correctly, uh, that's that's kind of a brave stand because uh, that's I agree with it. They shouldn't be promoted if they're uh, are are not treating uh, their employees right. And that's and those kind of people give our industry just such a bad rap. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they continue. To, they, a lot of times, they instead of changing behavior, they just ch- move. Right, they move to another location, change a name or whatever, and they still get that that kind of star treatment. But they're not <laughs> they're not good people, right. and that's unfortunate to see so many good people in this industry who struggle day to day not get that because there's only so much attention mm-hmm. that can be directed, mm-hmm. and if it's all being directed to certain you know that celebrity chef sort of thing, that takes away from everyone else. It's it's you know you, you discussion could be how famous somebody gets and how the star power they you know the chefs are they're new stars in many ways and sure. you feel more empowered to do whatever you can they become seen that tv stars rock too. stars yeah, yeah they're brands for sure well so. and, and power corrupts right exactly. absolutely and power absolute power corrupts absolutely and so a lot of these guys you know they you know they just get told they're great all the time and eventually they really believe it mm-hmm. and then they start doing things that that 
you just can't do. And then like kings. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if that also is applicable to some food critics as well. Yeah. Good point. You know, if it, we can say goodbye papers. to Ahi Carpaccio finally. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but uh, but I'm curious though because now that um, the the Michael Bauer era is done, and I agree with you. I, I, I thought he was a good critic for so many years, but like with any good restaurant, eventually you have to change the menu a little bit, you know? Right. And so Salejo is, um, she's fairly new now to the Chronicle. And one of the things that she's touted is she's no longer going to do star ratings. Speaking of star power, star ratings. Uh, I was wondering how you feel about that, um, how that uh, applies to restaurants that are going to be under review. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the public will react to it because... Uh, her she writes super interestingly and uh, i like what she uh like reading what she writes but uh i'm not sure most people have the attention span to uh read her longer reviews and then maybe you know make a make it a three or four star review i i think i'm gonna miss the stars i think yeah because we're aspiring i'd love to have you know a solid three three and a half stars Mm -hmm. i do not want to be a four star restaurant but why is that uh, I think we're not number one a four star restaurant. There should be only for the f- a really few perfect examples like French Laundry, sure, uh, and others in that category. And often I think it's maybe uh, uh, expectations might be a little high too. Yeah, if you well, have a four star review, you you go in, you expect sure perfection, and you should get it. And yeah. uh, so it's it's just. But I, I, I like the stars. You know, yeah. it's something to aspire to. It's easy to, uh, to Well, especially, rate. I mean, uh, with folks who don't read as much, you know, like with actual tangible newspapers, they're online and stuff like that. I think by seeing stars or some sort of grading system, it's sort of a shortcut. Right. It's like the USA Today right. of journalism. You know, it's like, just get to the point. Tell me, should I go here or not? Right. Well, Yelp is a good example, Yelp right? Yelp is another I mean, example. But, but that, that probably yeah. also speaks to that. How many one stars versus how many four stars do you get? Right. And how many in between? Right. Right. I mean, I would imagine that it's either one or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then it becomes like you said, well, then who cares who has four stars? Mm-hmm. If everyone has four stars or everyone has zero, then then what's going on? Right. It's hard to uh, uh, the public to, to, to disseminate that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or to, 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 to differentiate that, you know, because it's, you know, what makes the difference? What's the difference between a three and a four star restaurant? I mean, and sometimes the star rating. I noticed with Bauer, with some of his reviews, uh, the correlation between the review itself, what he actually wrote about his experience, and the star rating that the restaurant received were completely way off. Uh-huh. Right. You know, he'd be like, "Oh my god, this was the best!" You know, prime rib, and oh, the dessert, the flan was amazing, and everything. Two stars, right? And you're like, well, <laughs> "What?" Sounded like you had a great meal, right? You right. Know? And uh, the other way around too. And then exactly the other yeah. way around, where he'd give him like three and, uh-huh. and or two and a half, three, that, uh, and it was like, "Well, it didn't sound that great, right?" Right. But, so that's kind of a head scratcher. So. Well, and since he was a senior editor, a lot of people don't realize in, in newspapers. The person who writes the story doesn't write the headline. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Yeah. But in his case, he did because he's a senior editor. So it really didn't make sense when he didn't do it. I mean, in a regular, yeah. if you pick up a regular newspaper and read a story and it doesn't match up like that, you can blame that on an editing a writer mistake, right? Some communication thing. But with Bauer, there is no none mm-hmm. of that. It was just kind of a weird disconnect. But I understand what you mean. Now, as a restaurant owner, owner of multiple, multiple restaurants, how... Um, uh, how, how much do you read your reviews? I mean, are you, or do you try to distance yourself? And oh, just own like, reviews. Yeah. Oh, I read them. 
mm-hmm. don't read them on a daily basis, uh, but uh, on a weekly basis for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, we respond to every review we get, positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, I think it's a nice thing. People actually take their time to do. And we, we're really blessed. We have a lot of 80, 90% of our uh, reviews are positive. So that's, great. that's why we have a good, strong 4.2 rating. Right and now. a lot of reviews too. Yeah. Not just, right. you know, I mean, exactly. it's not like six reviews right. and 90% of them are positive. It's I mean, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of them. Yeah. The, the, the Yelp could be a whole other topic of discussion. Here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're happy to have but, that. Yeah. Another time. But, but, maybe uh, not this segment. I, yeah, I, I sure. think I'm going to miss the stars, you know, now that mm. we're talking about it. It's a little bit competitive, our business, you know, or yeah. very competitive. And uh, you, you want to be able to say, like, hey, we got three stars. I'm really sure. happy about that. Well, I remember when you got, uh, was it three stars uh, for Playa? Exactly, right? yeah. And question, did you see a direct result uh, in business, you know, like a, a boon in business? Absolutely, yeah. The, oh. the, the stars still count for a lot. You know, you, yeah. you put in the top 100 if you have a certain star rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, magazines are after you. It's, it's a little bit of a snowball effect. Yeah. Uh, where all of a sudden people want to be there because they somebody said it's really awesome, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it looked just like you know in the past, Michael Bauer used to be able to break a restaurant, yeah, where he would not be happy what he had, justifiably or not. But there's a good chance that restaurant was going to be very slow, and if if it was new, it maybe didn't make it because mm-hmm. the well, people lost their like, jobs. Yeah. I know, I know a couple of chefs who got fired for bad really? reviews. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, you have to make a change, right? I mean, it's just like a sporting team or something. You've got to change something to make it at least look like you're trying to make an effort. Right. But I think also, uh, you know, just not just Basile uh, herself, but the whole industry is changing. I think partly as a result of Yelp and that sort of thing, where it's driven a little bit differently. I think print media still makes a huge difference, yeah. mm-hmm. right? I mean, r- rightly or wrongly, it, it, it has. And a good news story or a good magazine story will really drive people to a place. Absolutely. You know, but... You know, but the the, out, the media outlets have evolved so much. You know, there isn't um, there used to be local programming here, like on TV stations, where they would feature a chef or you know do like a. I mean, we still have like Check Please Bay Area and some right. programs. I think one of your restaurants was exactly, featured. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta imagine because they repeat that broadcast all the time. And so, but people don't know that if it could be the first time for them, right. they're like, well, maybe I should go check out Buckeye, you know, right. or. Um, so I and I sometimes it's just you just need to be reminded, yeah, that that place is still there yeah. and still going along, yeah, right, and or any place, you know, I mean, it's just a little prod. Oh, and then you you know now with the internet you just go online and go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. And there becomes the other ethical problem with the internet searches. You know, you pay a little money for this, you mm-hmm. you put in the right hashtags, and you look for steak in Marin and see what comes up first, right, and you want this that actually. Best restaurant, or right. is it the ones who pay to play? Right. right. So even you know Yelp comes under scrutiny there, and, sure. uh, and Google reviews now. Mm-hmm. I actually find that TripAdvisor to be very uh, on yeah. on point. Right. Uh, those people there tend to be uh, not as local, and they're they're a little more positive mm-hmm. than uh, some of some of the Yelp reviews can be pretty yeah, uh, like sort of self entitled, pretty and, nasty, yeah. and uh, you know we've had some funny ones where. Uh, one star reviews I like, called a restaurant that they only had 10 p.m. reservation mm-hmm. and uh, that's just unbelievable not acceptable and they give right. you a one star review right. and that stays up there right sure so have never been but set foot in the place right so and sorry we're busy right <laughs> and sorry you didn't make plans yeah. right but 
You know, yeah. Again, it's an it's an evolving uh, uh, dynamic. I think with the uh, with the, what's going to happen with print media, what's going to happen with uh, the online thing. But it's nice to see a, a fresh face mm-hmm. out there. I yeah. mean, it's it's exciting because we don't know what to expect. Right. You know, and I'm I'm assuming also she has a learning curve too. Like you're saying, her pieces are a little bit long now. I just I bet you, you watch over the next six months they shorten up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And you you should all read her uh, one of her news reviews about Japanese. Very interesting and quite uh, quite gutsy. Please join us next time when we welcome back Annette and Werner Anderson, owners of the Lighthouse Restaurants in Marin County, to talk about the good in the restaurant business. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. I would go home with you, but I'm